I'm Stephanie Lugo, and this is the Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate nine-to-fiver turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our nine-to-fives to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way but it wasn't always easy. And I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts, and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today, a business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from timeless principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. episode is brought to you by the Market Authority Academy. Big welcome to this week's newest members. We have Pulani Zuniga, Chad Beckley, Stephanie Paxton, and Kerwin Alvaro. Big welcome to you guys to the program, and I'm super excited to celebrate all the wins and successes that are sure to follow. I created this mentorship program because I remember what it was like to be lost, isolated, and completely overwhelmed by the real estate industry. Maybe you were late. Now I get to help real estate agents around the world get their time back and earn more income than ever while they're at it using the latest social media strategies and business systems. Check out how to find more information in the show notes for this powerful mentorship and see my latest free training on how to dial in the three systems that you need to triple your business next year. So speaking of the Market Authority Academy, today's episode of the Market Authority Show actually features two current members. I bring to you Claire and Caleb Van Horn out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. They have a really interesting story. Claire started her real estate business about four-ish years ago, and earlier this year, in the spring of 2021, she began to bring Caleb into the business as well as a husband and wife duo. They came to me seeking help through the Market Authority Academy because they knew they had an urgent need for systems and organization in order to help them continue scaling their business while they were also on the path of becoming brand new parents. They welcomed their little boy about a year ago, not quite, um, and so that was obviously a big transition for them as well, kind of getting into the swing of things as a husband and wife duo while caring for a super, super cute newborn little Henry. And so they came to me actually a couple of weeks ago um, with this really good idea of doing kind of a live coaching case study for their business because they had a really great year in 2021. They saw some really great success. They were able to implement a lot of strategies from the Market Authority Academy that really kind of leveled up their business to new thresholds, which they get into. Um, But Claire said to me the other day, hey, you know what would be really fun for a podcast episode? 
let's do a live coaching case study. So they were, the idea was for them to come to the show with where they're at, how things went this year, what their goals are for 2022. And we're going to give them some tips in this live coaching session and help them better identify their goals that they want to hit in the next year. And specifically like the strategies that they need to begin implementing in order to hit those goals. And so what you're going to hear in this episode is just that a live coaching session. And I love these because you really get to see some like real life examples of how we can make these small shifts and small pivots to our business in order to see really huge gains. And I'm really excited for you to meet Claire and Caleb too, because they are such a great couple. If you do not follow them, I'm going to have their details below in the show notes of how you can check them out on social media. Um, And honestly, definitely tag along with their story. Our plan is to do a couple of check-ins over the next few months so that you can see what implementing work and strategy in this way can actually do in real time to a real estate business. I think this is going to be a super awesome um, case study, a really fun little experiment, and I'm very grateful to be able to share it with you as well. So big thanks to Claire and Caleb for being so um, open with their journey and vulnerable with their progress. They are so awesome, so I really appreciate you guys, and I'm really grateful to have you in the Market Authority Academy as well. Okay, that's enough of an intro. Without further ado, here is Claire and Caleb. Okay, Claire and Caleb, I'm super excited to dive in, so thanks for um, hopping on this live coaching call. So we were talking a little bit offline about what the expectation here is, and Claire, you actually came to me with this idea of like, you know, you guys have some goals, we have some challenges that we're looking to overcome, let's make kind of a a public case study of it. And the anticipation is we're going to go through like our initial um, coaching session live right now. And then we're going to do a check in in the future. I think that we might need a couple check ins, maybe depending on what you guys think, but that's kind of the case, right? Yeah. Super excited. So for those listening in just um, who are not yet familiar with you, can you just give yourself a quick intro and give us a a look at where we're at right now in business? Sure. Um, We are Caleb and Claire Van Horn, and we live in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And um, I got my real estate license in at the very beginning of 2018, shortly after we got married. Today is our four year wedding anniversary. I can tell you that. Congratulations. We made it. So I got my, my real estate license and the truth of why and when I got it was that I was in advertising and advertising sales and I was selling things to people I didn't exactly believe in all of the time. And, um, I, I found out quickly that I had a knack for sales and I enjoyed talking to people and I really loved the idea of helping them. Um, but I just really didn't know, is this service going to be what does help their business or help them personally? And it uh, gave me a lot of anxiety. And so when I was thinking about what are things that people want and I, I can just help them get it homes, of course, um, you know, they want a home. I'm not trying to sell them the home. I'm just trying to help them get it. Um, so that's, that was where my heart was at that time. And Caleb had a job that was really doing well. And um, so I thought, I'll just do real estate. It'll be this fun little thing I could sell here and there. It doesn't need to be a career. Like, honestly, um, I, I thought I will do this and it'll be a great little moneymaker. And it took off. 
And so I had to reevaluate. This is not just a fun little side gig that you're doing. This is a career. And if you want to truly serve your clients, well, you need to take it seriously. So um, that was probably about a year and a half or two years in um, that I kind of had to reevaluate. Yeah, about 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I doing this? What do I want from it? If I want to best serve my clients, I need to be fully in, not just another girl who got her license and is, mm-hmm. you know, going to sell the friends and family. Um, so yeah, kind of started reworking my business a little bit. And then, um, Caleb got his license this year, at the beginning yep. of this year, um, shortly after we had a baby. Uh, so back up, we had our first son last December and I really wanted to take some time off, um, a whole six to eight weeks felt crazy at the time, but, uh, it was really, really good. But as everyone knows, who's in real estate, if you take that time off, it's not like when you're back, you're going to start having closings, <laughs> you know, cause now, now you're starting from scratch. So I took about six weeks off and then had to hit the ground prospecting. And, and our first closing of this year wasn't until March. Yeah. And close to the end of March. That's yeah. about when I got my license and background for me, I have background in real estate finance and then uh, had my home inspector's license for a little while always dabbled in real estate. I was yep. the one that kind of pushed Claire towards real estate and like, Hey, okay. you'd be great at this. I forgot to mention that. And now here we are three years later and I've got my license and we're working together and um, able to do that. And I'm still able to do some other stuff uh, on the side too. So. I love that. And so when our paths crossed, you guys reached out about the Market Authority Academy because with Caleb joining the duo and like being more involved, you guys really saw a need for like systems and processes. Yeah. And that is my, my influence on Claire's business. Um, Yeah. I, uh, I say I'm the people person. I last year had a great year um, for being pregnant during a Pandemic. Pandemic. Had a wonderful year, so I thought. Um, but it was there were no processes other than what my brokerage required of me. So I checked off compliance. I did exactly what I was supposed to do. Um, every now and then I'd see on Facebook that it was one of my clients' birthdays and I would shoot them a text thinking about you because I genuinely love, love them and care about them, but there were no um, follow-up dates. There was really nothing that was keeping my no pipeline. CRM. No CRM at all. It, my CRM was my brain, which is, um, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, so, so it was a hectic year and I was just craving process as someone who doesn't always love process. I was craving that because I, I truly do want to be able to serve my clients better. And I want to be able to be more present in my home and the speed at which I was running is just not sustainable. Um, I was about to lose it. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting when you get to that point because you realize that there is potential that you're not tapping into. And there's something about our inner voice that says, hey, you're not doing what you know you can be doing. Absolutely. We can't do it all. So something has to give. Um, So how did this year go as opposed to last year? Like, let's start with what went really well. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think this year, Claire, you know, after kind of the essentially a wash of the first quarter, you know, we had two closings that happened Q1 this year. Um, That was a total of, 
I think, you know, 400,000, a little bit over $400,000 in gross commission. And that kind of, I would say more or less was the start of our business here was Mm -hmm. Q2, you know, um, after joining market authority, me having my license, having a little bit of time off with our son, uh, you know, Q2 through Q4, you know, I guess we have three deals that are pending currently in Q4. Um, we're over $6 million in gross commission. Um, so Q2 and Q3 were both, uh, really good. Obviously the market was crazy. I think that has something to do with it. And some of it was, you know, getting back into the rhythms and the prospecting and then taking some of what we learned in the market authority and applying it and then not, not, uh, following through on all those things after we got busy Mm -hmm. and, and then seeing now the, the effects of that, you know, months later of a little bit slower seasonal, you know, just with back to school and stuff in our market. So yeah, uh, looking to ramp up for, for 2022. Okay. And what did you, how, so you had six in sales volume, 6 million in sales volume, 6 million in gross sales volume, a total of 21 deals. Um, so right at $300,000, uh, average. Okay, cool. Um, how did that fare as opposed to 2020? So 2020, uh, 17 total deals and 4.6 million in gross. Um, and that average was about 271,000. Okay. So, so probably, um, capitalizing a lot on just valuation increases. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, but definitely more deals, which I mean, Hey, that's really, really cool with a new baby. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. So what else went really well this year? in terms of hitting those numbers, what do you think really helped you get to that point? Because I mean, like you said, you had kind of a a super slow first quarter. Part of that was by design. It's okay. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, The market was hot. Sure. But what actions do you guys think you just really kind of nail in order to capitalize on those opportunities? I think rebranding or just branding in general has really helped us. Um, When I added Caleb, when we added Caleb in, we really wanted to um, position ourselves as, you know, this is our career, this is our life, it is a family business. Um, And so we really wanted to think through how do we let people know this? How do we have a brand that is a lifestyle and not just a, hey, I'm Claire, your friendly neighborhood realtor, Um, but we are Caleb and Claire Van Horn. We are market authoritarians. Um, and so we, we ended up finding someone to do our branding. Um, she's done branding for you. Yeah. She was incredible. Caroline she really print. Gotta love yes. her. Yes. She took, you know, exactly our vision, um, and ran with it. And our branding turned out even more beautiful, um, than I, than I thought, but more so than just I think really the aesthetic of it. I mean, it just nailed who we are and I think it was able to get our voice across better than um, if I just pulled up Canva and did my best. Yeah. And I think, I mean, dialing in our, our 
uh, target client. You know, we worked a lot with that through with you and identifying who that target audience is, yeah. being able to speak to them, where their needs are, what their fears are, what their anxieties are about, you know, first time home buying mm -hmm. or selling their house for the first time and buying a new one. And what does that look like? And, you know, kind of capitalizing on some of the equity that our, you know, Claire's past clients had made sure. over the last, you know, three years. Um, so I think really niching down in that factor, I think kind of, you know, took out some of the chaos of chasing, um, you know, too many deals or rabbit holes and, and just trying to focus on serving the people that we know that we can serve the best. Yeah. And, and lastly, I've just was thinking about how much fear I personally have of um, coming across as pushy or annoying or salesy. And I feel like being in the market authority, it's kind of quelled those fears of, no, this is your career. You are allowed to ask for referrals. Um, and more so people want to give you referrals. Like once that clicked with me, um, it's changed my business. I love that. So let's talk about that specifically. Um, you mentioned that you're primarily referral. I know mm -hmm. you don't have all the numbers for your lead sources, but can you just break down, like a, give me a, a high level overview of where most of the business is coming from and the activities that's leading to that? Sure. Um, I would say that if we're starting with our, our highest. Um, yeah, it's going to be sphere and referral. And that's mm -hmm. at least three quarters, if not. 80, 85% of our business right now. right now is sphere or direct referral from almost sphere to, you know, I would say <laughs> sphere plus one. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so it's, I would say very close to home. Um, and then Claire has built up a, a decent sized audience through Instagram and been able to, you know, kind of capitalize on some of that through personal Instagram and then our business. Mm -hmm. And we've actually, you know, had a couple deals that have come just straight through Instagram. Yeah. I closed my first, um, didn't know you at all. Um, person. Yeah. Uh, relocation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, last month. And that was awesome. And so it, that was kind of my market authority was totally worth it moment. <laughs> Awesome. I love that. Cool. Any, any other lead sources, um, that, that are measurable? Mm, not really. I mean, that's basically it. I and that's say, what comes into our yeah. next goals, which yeah. we will speak to. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's talk about that. So if we look at, um, well, I guess, I guess first what went wrong, if you feel, and, and this is not a bashing session, but if we're looking back and we're like, you know, there are some things that slipped through the cracks. We could have done this through that better. What, what are those opportunities? Definitely things that slipped through the cracks. We were talking about that earlier. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, personally, I think uh, even just farming our own sphere and network and uh, being more consistent mm -hmm. in showing up, um, I think is one area. Educating our, our, sphere more on um new builds new builds if you're building we can help you and we would love to help you and it costs you nothing to work with us um <laughs> burn a couple times yeah definitely more yeah, than, more yeah than three. <laughs> um and um yeah ed education like i just i feel like i kept hearing people say oh i had no idea that I should call you instead of calling the listing agent i had no idea and i'm just like really i feel like i'm preaching these things but um I need to get my megaphone out. Okay. 
Okay. So what I'm hearing then is tightening up the, the marketing towards our database, maybe even expanding that to like specific neighborhood farming Uh to establish that brand presence even more. Um, And then really making sure that we're consistent there and, and being more direct in the way that we serve our clients, which to be fair, I mean, you're at a place in your business, three full years, are we, are we talking like to the, like, it's almost like to the day, three full years, I feel like. Four years for her will be in February. Next February, yeah. Four, so, yeah. four years in February. Okay. So, I mean, there is this weird thing that happens where it, it does take a little while for you to find your voice. It does take a little while for you to understand and be able to contextualize the value that you have mm-hmm. um, with your, with your database. And then uh, speaking of database, do you know how many, how many contacts you have in your database? Say close to 200. Yeah, close to 200. That we've weeded out. I mean, mm-hmm. through the market authority, kind of weeded out quite a few. I think it initially it was three over three hundred and three seventy five. Yeah. We just kind of had to whittle, whittle. Yeah, yeah. people that we know. Um, are those top business, top network, and past clients, or there is one more than the other? Um, so I would say that past clients, top referrals, people we know and like, who we think will, will refer us, um, and then our our goal, one of our goals for 2022 is to really establish our business connections better. Mm -hmm. Um, We have so many wonderful people that we work with and we have not been utilizing them as well as we think that we could. I mean, we, yeah, I think just being able to refer other businesses. I mean, we live in Oklahoma city. It's, it's a big market, but it's not a major market. There's a lot of friendly faces. You run into the same people constantly, constantly, especially in the downtown area. It's the same local business shop owner. You see them at the brewery and you know, you can make connections like that, that actually are personal. And I think for us, just as like a a couple and as we plan to be in this market, it's, it's more than just the transaction. It's the human connection. It's the being able to serve, being able to refer good people to good people and, you know, continue to help those businesses thrive, I think is beyond the transaction is, you know, what we want our, our business to be built on um, and how we serve not only our, our customers, but other people's businesses around us. I love that. Okay. That's, that's beautiful, Caleb. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that once you get to that point, it becomes more of a mission than, than a sale. And it's easier to market and tighten up that, that marketing message. Um, And and a lot of that can give you that energy, especially you, Claire, to continue going and to continue connecting with people, um, even on days when you might feel a little burned out, you know? Yes, exactly. Okay. So let's talk about 2022. What are the goals? Do you have production goals in mind? I have production goals in mind. Claire and I's production goals sometimes miss the mark. So, so I'm a I'm a shoot big, and uh-huh. if we you know if we fall short, that's okay. And Claire really wants to hit the number she sets in mind. So I I told Caleb this the other day. We'll just throw out an arbitrary number of a hundred thousand. If my goal was a hundred thousand dollars in in um commission commission, if I made a hundred and ten, I would be thrilled. But if my goal was 150 and I made 140, I would be so devastated, even though that is more money than 110. 140 is still higher. I I have this grip on my goals that I need to let go of. Um, 
but that's who I am. And I'm, I'm trying to not sit in that's who I am. We can grow and we can get better. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So that being said, then what are, what are both of your um, respective production goals? Cause I want to hear both now. Okay. So 2020 Claire by herself did, you know, over four and a half million. And that was double, just about double what she did in 2019. So then this year, I, I probably increased. started out, if you don't mind me interrupting you, yeah. um, in 2018, I probably did about a million and one transaction was half of that. Remember I had that bigger deal. Yeah. Um, and then I had a couple other in there, others in there that made up the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, the next year, so I went from about one to two and then two to four, four, four or five. Yeah. And then this year we're at six now. Um, I'm hoping that we round out the year with closer to seven. Would yeah. you say? So I think for me, I'm personally looking at it as. You if know, you say the number I'm thinking, you're thinking. Let's hear it. Close to 10 million in gross. Yeah, I thought you were thinking. Sales. 30, 30 deals. At least. Okay. And I was looking more towards like 8 million would make me feel great. Um, more like 25 deals, but, um, you know, shoot for the moon, I suppose. If, if I'm shooting for the moon, I'm going to say 40 deals and you don't want that because there's just a difference in philosophy. For sure. I understand. And, and to be fair, Bryce and I are the exact same way. Only we're, we're the inverse. So I'm the one who I'm like, shoot for the moon and you're like but what does that say about us if we don't hit there yeah you know and it's our goals like no one else has to know these goals but um yeah I don't, I don't know okay well I I feel like I could go all in on the psychology of what it means what it means to want to so let's let's kind of um let's put a pin in that I think if you fall anywhere in there you're going to be doing well but on the trajectory I mean I'd be you have your goals and you guys decide what feels right. I have my ideas on where you should, where I bet you, you, you can fall, but I think both of those anywhere in there, that's a really healthy window to want to fall into. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that you're right on the mark with that. Let's talk about how we're going to get there because in terms of having, let's call it 80% of your business from your database and referral, that is actually um, very common for a relatively newer business, right? Mm-hmm. Because you haven't had the chance to season a long-term nurture pipeline. You're mostly looking at like right now deals, whereas, you know, referrals can tend, and you you would be able to tell me better, <clears throat> but we typically want to see referrals closing within six months, right? Is that kind of about what you guys see? Honestly, it's a little bit faster yeah. within on the, on the yeah. long end those six months. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, you're probably just about right. Um, it seems like our referrals, our um, rate of conversion is pretty high and it's fairly quick. Yeah. yeah. Which is, which is why we want them, right? Because it is a little bit of that lower hanging fruit. There's already that warm, fuzzy, like no, like and trust factor. Um, yes. But to have a more seasoned, well-rounded pipeline, over time, you will start to be diving into these other lead sources that will have a longer maturation rate, which is kind of what you guys are looking for, because um, that helps even out kind of what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I think that that's where you're starting to sense opportunity in terms of like 
A, let's not lose the opportunities that we already have to the new build situation, um, which I have some thoughts on. And B, definitely diversifying our lead sources and maybe also starting to re-engage the community um, or not re-engage, but start to engage the community in a meaningful way to expand your brand awareness, um, yeah. leveraging the, the top business network, doing some farming. Is there an area that you're looking to farm? I would say so, yes. Yeah, I mean, we're, you know, kind of central core Oklahoma City. There's a lot of semi-historic and houses that uh, our target demographic tend to flock towards. And so I think it's kind of a, a good match for who we're trying to speak to. And it's our community. People we yeah. love and care about. And, and we really want to see that community flourish. Are you, I can edit this out if we need to, but are you um, moving into that community? So we are moving a whole mile away. No, I looked it up. We are moving okay. 1.9 miles down the road, a little bit closer to downtown Oklahoma city. Okay, than we cool. are. Yeah. So, um, I didn't know if that was a secret or anything, but I said, no, no, not a secret. We actually already closed our new house. Yeah. Um, so just kind of digging our feet in deeper into the Oklahoma city urban core. Yeah. Love that. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. So I think for sure, um, the 80% coming from your database and referral, that's fine. That's very normal it's time to diversify though. Yeah. So where do you guys want to see the, um, see that, that percentage shift? I think that this, this year has been interesting for me in terms of spending money on the business. Um, because up until this year, I spent $0 on my business. Close to $0 I mean, besides like closing gifts. I mean, there's and no I really, I, I ball out for closing gifts. That's one of my favorite things about being a realtor. I love showering my people with gifts, but, um, I put $0 into it. And so, um, there was a moment when I thought, why should I, I suppose? Um, but we have started to put more dollars into it. So, um, we are going to be putting some advertising dollars in different areas. Um, and we're really interested to see what happens. I think that people ask you a lot, you know, should I invest in this? Should I invest in this? And I remember you saying on, on one of the calls, like it's a little bit of a net that you have to throw out and, and see what you catch and, and kind of go from there. Mm -hmm. Where are we looking to, to put money? Caleb? One, I think we could do better with like client events mm -hmm. and client appreciation events. Yeah. Just love on the people that are already referring us. I think that's an easy way to do it. I think right now our birthday and referral programs are lacking. Okay. <laughs> um, and so that's an area that I think we need to be spending more money. Um, and then outside of that, I think that, you know, we've dabbled in the idea of Zillow leads and all those things. And I don't think that's really, it doesn't fit our business. I think that we're looking at, a, there's a lot of, the mindset of like a scarcity mindset leads to irrational money being spent on kind of, you know, throwing it to the wind and hoping that we cast a wide net and catch a lot of stuff. And I think that we're in a little bit, like, you know, kind of feeling like we're on shaky ground a little bit with the pipeline thinning out and the year ending and people just kind of settling in for the holidays too. You know, there's just a natural slowdown maybe in the market with back to school. Um, and so I think that's a little bit of a fear of ours of like, Oh, well we haven't done anything. So we need to like play catch up. Yeah. Um, I think to your point though, dialing in some of those neighborhoods and areas that we could show up more for in the local businesses or things like that, 
I think there could be some brainstorming around how to engage that in a, a meaningful way. And, you know, we've done giveaways and different things like that with some businesses, but you know, if you have any ideas, I don't think there's, yeah, definitely open. Okay. We haven't nailed down what our ad budget or what that's going to look like or, you know, money best spent. Mm -hmm. Let's start with the, um, the client events and the programs, because I think that that makes sense. Um, if you guys have whittled it down to about 200 contacts, what you want to be seeing is anywhere from like 16 to 20 on the high end deals coming from database, which is sounds like that's about where you guys are, which is great. Um, so we want to make sure that we can count on that next year too. Um, the question is, can we get 10 deals elsewhere? Let's put a pin in that though, yeah. because you, you can, we're just going to re return to that in a moment. So definitely, I think that this is also going to help you, um, ramp up engagement with your sphere in Q4. So I know that two of the things that we're asking is how can we make sure we end the year on the strongest note possible and set us up for closings starting January. So we don't have another slow Q1. Yes. Um, and does that seasonally tend to be your slowest quarter, just where you guys are? Yeah. I would say yeah. holidays to you know, beginning of first quarter, weather starts turning around, more people are willing to sell their house and go to showings and okay. open houses and things like that. Okay. So I think that what you guys can definitely do and tell me your thoughts on this is, um, I mean, you want to start ramping up client events and doing programs specifically for them. I think the easiest one to do is the referral program and the birthday program that we talk about, which you guys, it's already, it sounds like it's already on your radar. So is. is that a goal that you guys can have like dialed in in the next 45 days identify the birthdays and how that program is going to look yeah. absolutely okay and then i think that's absolutely okay i agree i think that that's something that you can begin doing so at the very least you're starting january 1st hopefully before then but yeah. january 1st you know every month okay this is how we're going to approach the birthdays and get it going mm -hmm. yeah I, I think that that is more than achievable. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about client events. We're mm -hmm. going to the holidays. This is the time to do it. Do you have anything planned for Q4? Um, we have a very soft plan and we want to nail that down. Um, yeah. We would like to have a, a, a Christmas party. We've only ever had one other event, right? We had a launch party for yeah. our uh, Van Horn Homes, our kind of brand brand unveil. And it was really fun and it was sweet and it was at a brewery and it was kind of small. Um, but we want this to be something that we really kind of ball out for, for yeah. Christmas. So. And also maybe something that we do more annual, mm -hmm. um, something that, you know, starts to establish some of those rhythms. So people expect it. I think that's, you know, start marking a calendar, make it fun enough that people will come back or invite friends or, you know, that type of thing too. Um, and we have, slightly differing ideas or kind of brainstorm ideas on what that'll look like. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Okay. I think for sure having a holiday party, but um, when you hear back from us in 90 days or 145, whenever we talk next, we should have had the, the event. Yes, for sure. So definitely planning on that, having the events and who are you planning on including at the event? I mean, of course, past clients, current clients, prospective clients, but also uh, friends and family that we know, like, and trust. And I think that inviting our business contacts would be really great. Um, yeah, I think it's an easy way to. Invite your favorite plumber, your favorite home inspector. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep, I think that you're right on the money with that. 
Um, I think that you could even go a step further and look at the local business owners and see if there's a way that a, you can do a raffle during the party. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way that the, we, excuse me, sorry, my voice, um, the way that we usually do this is during the party, we have our little like things displayed where it says like, like us on Instagram, um, leave a review for us. If you're a past client on Yelp, um, Zillow.com and like whatever's other agent pages you have. And then all of those are entries into a raffle. So then you have like a really fun raffle where you have like three winners um, featuring a bunch of local goods from local makers. You know what I mean? So that's one that you can A, beef up that online presence, but B, also involve other local makers to really like establish Mm -hmm. that part of your brand awareness. Um, Having them there is a great way to do it. I would absolutely have a photographer and maybe even a videographer there. Mm-hmm. if okay. you're not already thinking about that okay okay and then also maybe a favor oh part of theirs yeah so what we usually do is do like a local ornament like we have a local maker who does these really cute 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 little ornaments so that's something that i would be doing too love okay. it that's great okay so so definitely let me know how that goes and if you need help as you're planning that i'm here for you i think party is a really big thing i think that when we typically do these, we start promoting it about six weeks in advance. So, so, so it's time. Ish. So you have, yeah, you have two weeks to nail down the date and venue and then, and then you need to start promoting after that. Those are already in the works. So I feel pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So that's the event, but there's still more that we can do to try to drum up business. So have you guys thought about ways that you can reach out to your database, which is already coming through for you about ways that you can drum up business? Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> so one of my goals, my 90 day goals is to be better about working my way through my database. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about some ways within the market authority um, to have kind of our priority clients to be talking to our priority people. Um, so I really, I need to be more consistent. Um, Claire needs to log into the CRM. Yes. That'll be a start. We'll start there. <laughs> I'm under the, the bus right now. It's okay. It's okay. We have the exact same. <laughs> so um, for a little background, uh, had our son and uh, Caleb joined on in real estate and we had this beautiful little baby who was so good and we put him down on the floor and a little, not boppy, it's been recalled, but um, whatever hasn't been recalled, so sad. Um, and a little doctor talk or whatever. And we would just sit there and we would get so much work done. And I was like, why do people think parenting is hard? Like I am good at this. And then he started moving and it all went to, and, uh, so the last four, six weeks, well, yeah, but well, no, a lot longer than that, but the last like three or four months we had one day of childcare, um, from my sweet mom. I'm so thankful to have her, but she took him on Wednesdays. So I was working on Wednesdays and that was about it, which is nuts. Mm -hmm. Um, so we just came to this point where we were like, this is not sustainable. Um, as much as I want to be with our son all the time, I can't be full-time mom and full-time real estate agent and full-time sane person. Um, so we really kind of had some conversations of what that looks like of nailing down childcare for us. And, um, we came to now we have two full days of childcare and two half days of childcare a week. And I'm a new person. I am 
I am. Changed. I'd say reinvigorated to work on both the business and then also set aside time to still be mom, do mom. Well, and if know, I'm and being honest, outside of real estate, I'm reinvigorated to be more me. I've, I've gotten back into tennis. <laughs> I am like trying to, you know, be a healthier person. I mean, Good. you can kind of lose yourself in mothering and you can lose yourself in real estate. And um, if only your two halves are in those places, it doesn't really leave room for Claire to just be and to be a good wife and to be a good friend. Um, so sorry that got real deep real quick, but no, I think I, that's an important thing to share. I'm glad that you did. Thank you. Yeah. I definitely felt like this year, although work went really well, I, I definitely just lost who I am a little bit. Um, so the next 90 days for me, while well, you know, I talked to you on the phone, it was maybe last week and you said, what's your goal? And I was like, well, more money, of course. And I've just been thinking about that. And that's not my goal. It's really not like, I want to be a peaceful person. Um, and I want to, of course, I want to provide for my family and I want us to, um, help our clients, but I want to be at peace. And so when it comes to setting processes and, um, ways in which we work, the goal is yes, more money, but the goal is to be more at peace. And I was listening to an episode of the Go-Giver podcast and the episode was called uh, Peaceful Prosperity. And that has just been like sitting in my head that peaceful prosperity is the goal. Mm -hmm. You and I are at a really similar place in life. Yeah. I had to take a mental health day yesterday because I was like, I need to step away. I have not taken any time for myself And you'll find, and I'm really glad that you're experiencing this right now, because you'll find that as your business continues to grow, which you have seen exceptional growth in the last few years, like it's easy to say like, oh, one, two, and then four, and then six, like those numbers seem a little arbitrary at the end, but it's hard ramping up and maintaining that level, excuse me. And you'll find that as you continue to grow and the stakes get higher, the need for self-care is more important because you will grab energy from those other places of your life that you're pouring into to be able to do more on the production side in your business Mm -hmm. while being able to still maintain sanity, like you say, at home and, and in motherhood, which really is the goal, right? Because like, if you are working so hard that you don't enjoy the fruits of your labor, what's the point there? You've missed the mark. Yeah. And Caleb and I talk a lot about like, Although may it be a little dark, like at the end of our lives, do people want to say like, oh, she was just the best realtor. I'm like, oh, I hope people don't say that at my funeral. Like, I hope they're saying I'm like a really good friend and I'm, you know, I was a really good mom and, and I encouraged people. And of course I want to be a good realtor. Don't get me wrong, but that's not what I want on the front page of my yeah. obituary. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, does it still sound like something you guys want to consider to go towards something like Zillow leads? Hmm. I don't think so. I mean, to me, especially with everything that they're changing, I know they've just changed some stuff in Oklahoma city and become more of a flex market, I think is what's called or something. Um, I know they're like cost per acquisition is through the roof and Mm -hmm. then converting those leads. Like it sounds nice in theory. It sounds nice that your pipeline is filled with all of these things that you can go chase, but it seems one a little bit like busy and it seems like a drain more than like uh, something that would fill our cup versus, yeah. you know, working with local vendors or people we know, like, and trust or being mm-hmm. referred by those people. 
that sounds like the a net positive energy gain and the other sounds like a big drain. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, she's talking about it. We've talked about it a lot in the last year, especially post COVID what this looks like. And, you know, we do well enough and we're provided for well enough that like, yes, money is always a stressor, but we can choose to scale back our spending in other ways. We can choose to be happy despite what we make. Yeah. Like we make enough and we're blessed more than enough to, you know, have a good life. So it's like, can we take some of that and spread it around and give it back in ways that are meaningful? And and when yeah. I personally look at it, and I don't know, maybe in a year, I'll say something completely different. So I know this is being recorded, <laughs> burn it if it, I'm wrong, but the idea of chasing down leads that may or may not be pre-approved, that may or may not buy, who don't know me and trust me, um, who don't know my heart, it kind of sounds miserable, if I'm being honest. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of my thoughts on on buying those leads right now. Okay. So I agree. Um, I think that in terms of what you're sharing with me, with what your values are, with the um, lifestyle that you're envisioning for your family and what's really important to you, I think that making sure you're really doubling down on the database and then really looking to create that foothold in your community Um, starting to network more strategically with other businesses, starting to farm different areas to expand your brand awareness there. I think that that's going to be a far greater, not only a greater return on your investment, but a return on your heart too. You know, that connection centered business is really important to you guys. It sounds like. Absolutely. Okay. So I think that if we're looking at specific lead sources, database for sure, have you guys been doing consultations like homeowner consultations like I'm like we've been talking about a little bit no we have not um and that is something that is on our radar we've started working with a new program is that okay to answer oh yeah we've been working with a program that, that's kind of um talking to people about you know the value of their, their home right now and we've not been utilizing it and it's it's free for us so that's something we definitely want to start doing is it like homebot Yes. Okay. So, so what I would be doing then, and I think that this is something that will take a lot of time, but now that you have a little more time, this might be the best way that you can spend that time. Get a list of every homeowner in your database that you have directly worked with. So all of your, all of your home buyers in the last four years, um, people who have thought about selling their home, but haven't quite made the leap yet, get all of those people. And I think now is a really good time to have like an end of year homeowner consultation. So it's like a 15 minute zoom call where you say, Hey, just give them a quick CMA presentation. This is where your home's value is at. Um, this is what the market in the area has done. We just want to make sure that you are aware of, um, what your most highest cost investment is doing. Right. Um, they, this is a great time for them to ask you questions of like, what updates make sense to do at this point? Like, we really want to update the kitchen. Does it even make sense to update the kitchen? Or, you know, the porch has been breaking down. Do you guys have any ideas for like, who would be a really great handyman for that? Mm-hmm. That's when you're going to be doing these things. We're not getting listings at this point. You, this may very well, this should hopefully result in actual business. But during this actual consultation, it's 15 minutes of time focused on them. And as the leader, because what you're saying is like, you're invested in your community. You want to be a leader in your community. Part of that leadership is being part of that journey through homeownership, not just when they need you to put a sign in the yard. And I think that if you start doing this in the end of Q3, beginning of Q4, and you make a habit of doing this every single year, 
you will have hopefully 100% capture rate for repeat clients, Yeah, but more referrals than you guys know what to do with. And that might even get you to where you want to be next year and getting to that like 30 deals, 25 to 30 deals alone without even adding anything new. That's great. That, that's an awesome idea. I haven't even really thought about. Um, I love that. Yeah. Is that something that you guys think you can commit to in the next 90 days, getting through that whole list of people? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm taking some notes. Hope you don't mind. Great. Yes. Yes, please do. So, so that's the database and that should give you some really good juice to close out the year strong between the events, between the, the gifting, I would be doing a letter of the heart to your entire database in Q4 for sure. If you have not already planned to do that. And then, and then those consultations, I think you're, I would love to see what results from that. Okay. Okay. So going into Q2 or, um, 2022, we need to start putting a plan together to correct the fall through from new builds. Yeah. Yeah. We need to put a plan together for farming your neighborhood and we need to put a plan together for um, some kind of a campaign to get you more in with the other business owners. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that those are three projects that you're going to want to tackle in the next 90 days. And I would love to see the plans that you guys come up with that. And as far as the top relationships, like the top business relationship aspect of it, I mean, I would be considering things like starting a networking group or starting a podcast or a YouTube channel where you're like meeting with these guys once a week. Mm -hmm. Um, But literally making a list of the top 50 professionals that you want to get in touch with, like really solidify a relationship with. And then that needs to be part of your face-to-faces for 2022. Every week you're meeting with like two or three different people. One at least per week needs to be a top professional where you are solidifying that relationship, maybe creating like collaborating on content with them, trying to tap into their networks respectively, that kind of stuff. So that by the end of 2022, you guys have a really clear course to establishing your authority, um, not just in the real estate space, but as an overall community centric brand. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. No paying for leads. You're not having to do anything salesy, spammy, but I like your business will do incredible things just from that. And it's honoring all the values that you've told me today are so important to you. Yeah, definitely. I really, I love the idea of um, kind of partnering with some of the businesses that we already love and we we're already giving them free publicity all the time on social media, just saying how much we love them. And so we would definitely like to partner up a little bit. Yeah. Love that. Okay. So how do we feel so far? Where is our mind at? Um, I mean, it's a lot. Don't get us wrong. There's, there's a lot to do, but we also have been building our schedules that make sense where we have time to do it. So I think that when I break it up, um, it feels a lot more, almost like edible. <laughs> I can, eat, I can, yeah. Best way to eat an elephant. I love that. Okay. Can we meet 45 days from now? Mm-hmm. Like, and do kind of like a check-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I want to see is the progress on the database stuff that we talked about and those three priorities, correcting the new builds, starting, you know, getting, getting in touch with other um, businesses and, the, and then identifying the farm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I love that. Yeah, I definitely think we can do 45 days from now yeah. and give us some grace. We'll see what happens. I love it. No grace given here. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> because at the end of the day, and one thing that I really want you guys to think about doing is identify like two weeks during the holiday season to where you can take the gas off, like take your foot off the pedal. I think that's really important because especially going into what will be a very busy year for you in 2022, yeah. um, you're going to need to take that time. And plus this little Henry's like, you're going to want to enjoy the Christmas. He's going to be like looking at the lights. You want to enjoy that. So definitely identify a couple of weeks where you can really take the, the foot off the pedal and enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We've got his first birthday in December. So we're excited for that as well. I know. I know it is. It's all really it's more fun than anyone could have prepared me for. Um, and it's more not mentally training, but just mentally like it's a jungle gym than anyone could prepare me for just figuring out who's going to have and where he's going to be, you know? Yeah. And then just hope that whatever he's in, yeah, when he's in therapy <laughs> later on, he just knows we tried so hard. Yeah. yeah, I know. I always think about that too. Like every, every parenting philosophy has its, its other side. And I can't wait to see what like the other side of my parenting philosophy yeah. is going to be. Yeah. But as long as we know we cared. Yeah. I mean, please know that we love you and we tried, we did what we could and yeah. um, you stayed alive. Yeah. Well, you are creating an incredible business that is going to honor that journey as well. So that's something to be really excited and really proud of. Um, and that's something to cherish. So let's make sure we do what we can to really take every opportunity that will help us help us accomplish that. Awesome. Yeah, we're excited. I think yeah. this has been, um, I mean, a lot of this has been in the works. And so this is something that gives us a little bit of added accountability Mm-hmm. and um, a little bit of fuel to a little fuel yeah, yeah. finish out the year strong and yeah we're both pretty competitive I, I not so much as Caleb but um yeah giving ourselves a little bit of like competition against ourselves is fun okay so um with that in mind where can we invite our colleagues in the space to um help you with that public accountability where can they follow you oh. on social media I didn't actually mean it <laughs> um, you know I think, it, you know, just making sure that we're showing up on the you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, check-ins. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can tell everyone else to look for us. Yeah, I think yeah. maybe posting, uh, you know, an update at 15 days, 30 days, and then we'll reconvene it at yeah. 45. You know, if we say, you know, 15 days from now, we're going to post something in the group of, what we've accomplished and where we're at, that puts a little bit of extra to it mm-hmm. um, than what we planned and maybe okay. get some good feedback and, you know, pivot our ideas and plans and create something better. Yeah. Beautiful. And where can, where can everyone follow you on social media if they don't already? They can follow us at Van Horn Homes is our handle on Instagram. We, uh, I also have a, a personal Instagram, Claire Van Horn. I think mm-hmm. it's actually okay. Claire Van Horn. Um, if you want to see mostly like baby pics and um, fun stuff to do in Oklahoma City, fun stuff. I I do a lot of DIY crafty things over there, but uh, mostly homes and local businesses and uh, partners you can find on Van Horn Homes. Perfect. I love it. Well, thank you guys for being so um, generous with your journey. Um, I'm sure everybody who's listening is super excited to follow along, and I look forward to our check in um, a couple weeks from now. 
Great. Awesome. Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.